out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. It is difficult to ignore someone who seems to have undergone some form of drastic change in their lives. Catherine is one of those people. We used to work together in the late 90s and early 2000s and then we lost contact. We then met on Facebook and it was there when watching one of her live broadcasts that I was stunned by her transformation. I just had to find out what happened to her and fortunately she agreed to tell us all about it. She takes us from Cape Town to London through multiple traumas and severe illness to complete health and a career in healing. Find Catherine on Facebook under Catherine Slubber, that is K-A-T-H-R-Y-N, Slubber, S-L-A-B-B-E-R, or join her Complete Wellness Healing with Oils group on Facebook, or look at Aura Flora Holistic Healing on Facebook. Please excuse the sound quality. We struggled with the internet on both occasions of trying to do this recording, but we got something out that is audible. This podcast is supported by the first layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There is also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. This is Catherine's story. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Good morning. You are sitting in in the south of London. Um, I'm sitting in Winchester in in the UK, which is about an hour south from London, yes. Welcome to Meet Me in the Field. It is awesome to, to have you here, and I can't wait to hear your story. <laughs> so it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, so we met in the late 90s, am I correct, when we worked for the same company? Yes. I think I moved back to Cape Town in 1998 or something like that. Okay. And then you started working as... As a portfolio assistant type of thing at this insane portfolio management company we were working for. <laughs> actually, it was quite strange because I actually started as a PA to the financial director and the company secretary and then moved over onto the investment side and kind of moved okay. through. It was, a, it was a crazy time in my life, I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> You said you moved back to Cape Town. Where did you move from? I was born in Cape Town, and when I was in primary school, we moved up to Johannesburg, to Kempton Park, because my dad was transferred through his work there. And then I had my children up in Johannesburg, and then separated from their dad, or left their dad. He moved to America, and I decided that I wanted my children to grow up in Cape Town because it was a much better place, also, you know, to grow up than, than in Johannesburg. Was your family still in Cape Town? So you had a support system here? Um, my aunt was still uh, in Cape Town, uh, so. Okay. Cool. And that's when you joined the company? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I say I say the company as if as, as if that, that, that that's the euphemism for the mafia, you know, where they say, Oh, you still work for the company. 
<laughs> did you grow up with, with a sense of spirituality or religion in your house? I did. My aunt is a Methodist minister. We kind of grew up in the Methodist church from very little, went to Sunday school, went through the whole, you know, went through the whole church thing yeah. <laughs> as such. And then when I moved to Johannesburg, that kind of, when I moved, you know, with my family, with my parents uh, to Johannesburg, that kind of fell away a bit. We didn't, you know, my aunt and my grandparents were the the influence there. And when we moved yeah. away from them, we kind of lost touch a bit. Okay. And did it resonate with you? Did you miss it when you stopped engaging with it? Or did you go seeking for something else? Um, at that stage, not. Um, I didn't really seek anything. When I moved back to Cape Town, obviously, I then went back to church with my aunt. But I always had this, I always had this thing about religion as such. There's spiritualism and then there's religion. And religion yeah. is, to me, was always this dogma that you were these set of rules, man-made rules. And um, I kind of, it didn't always resonate with me. I mean, I resonated with the relationship with, um, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Being your- with a being, yes. But the whole structure of church and you have to, you know, all these rules that you have to abide by. And if you don't abide by these rules, you are damned to hell. Kind of didn't resonate with what I understood about a relationship with um, a higher being. Yeah. That didn't resonate with me. Okay. You know, if this was a God of love, why would I be damned to hell if I didn't do this on a certain time? You know, <laughs> yeah, that didn't resonate I, with me. Okay. This, for some other reason, when I got to know you when we worked together, you, the person whom you worked for as an assistant, what was quite really. And I just kind of thought that, that, that you were quite religious as well. And at that stage in my life, I was moving towards the dark side. So, <laughs> Catherine, tell me, how did, you, how did you end up in the UK? A series of things that just kind of my life just spiraled out of control. And um, I kind of went into this really deep depression and kind of had burnouts and just kind of yeah <laughs> yeah so I, you, went through, I went through burnout and kind of wasn't working and going to the uk was an option because there was a job available in the uk so i kind of applied and arrived in the uk um left my family behind it was really hard for me to leave my family behind um okay. but knew that i was coming to the uk to kind of start a new life and my children and everybody would follow. So that's kind of, I think, how I got here. <laughs> it was kind of by default. Oh, okay. Oh, and um, a series okay. of events happened kind of just leading up to that. I was mugged um, at knife point. I had a knife against my throat. Oh, my God. Um, in Cape Town. In Cape Town, kind of around the corner oh. from where I lived in Bergfleet, which was really scary. And that was the cherry on the top. That was the thing that made me decide, no, okay. you know, my life is worth more than this, and I need to get, yeah. I need to get away from here. Oi, oi, 
Okay. So so then you arrived in the UK, and the next minute I I saw that you're on Facebook and you are talking about essential oils. And I kind of think kind of, whoa, the previous time I, I, I knew about you, you were working in financial services and now in the Cape and now in the UK, you were working with essential oils. So what the hell? So tell us what the hell. <laughs> okay. Well, there was a period of time from when I, when I landed in the UK to when I started with essential oils. It was about five, six years I've been in the UK for 11 years. Oh, my God, that long already. Gee whiskers. Cool. Okay. Right, okay. So. And then a series of events happened in the UK that kind of got me to the point of being involved with the essential oils. I was obviously my family was still in South Africa. And in 2010, my one brother died in South Africa of a drug overdose. Um, oh. And a year later, a year and 10 days later, my other brother was killed in a mining accident in Kenya. Whoa. And, and those two events kind of really spiraled me out. Although I had suppressed it, my body had other ideas. I kind of I developed an autoimmune disease, and I think that was due to suppressing the grief and not dealing with it, you know. Because yeah. now so far from, from our discussion, you, you've dealt with divorce, you've dealt with mugging, you've dealt with moving away from, from your family thousands of miles away, one death and another death. So yes. those are five traumatic experiences that I know of in this yes. short conversation. <laughs> and you don't deal with it emotionally. You just kind of, because you're a carer, you just move forward and I just pretend it doesn't happen. Suppress everything and move forward because there are people that rely on me and I can't fall down. So I have to just keep going forward. Yes, that is exactly what happened. And wow. if you do that, it has an effect on your health. But I Absolutely. never knew the connection between the emotion and your health because yeah. my mind wasn't in that mindset at that stage. So I kind of went through the whole medical side of it, going to doctors, trying to figure out what was wrong with me. There are many types of autoimmune disease, arthritis, irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's. There are many, many, many uh, MS. Uh, when your immune system works against your body and breaks your body down, that is an immune system, uh, an autoimmune disease. Uh, it's caused through toxic overload in your body. Now, it could be caused through uh, physical toxins, so food that you're eating that's got toxins in, cleaning products, products that we, you know, wash shampoo, toothpaste, what, it, it all contains toxins. But also, okay. your emotions are, if your emotions are negative emotions, those are also toxins. And toxin will cool. store in your body, metastasize over time, and become, uh, cause disease in your body, which becomes a disease. And that's how your autoimmune disease yeah. starts. Um, I love the way you also talk about dis-ease <laughs> and disease. Because it's the I same believe thing. exactly the same. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we first feel it as dis-ease and then eventually it manifests itself as, as disease. disease. So I really like that you did that as well. Yeah, good. So I was in this full-blown autoimmune disease. And mine was arthritic. Literally was affecting my shoulders to the point that 
I had almost no movement in my shoulders and the shoulder joint itself was actually, the bone was crumbling and I was on a list to have both my shoulders replaced. I heard shoulder replacement, I've heard of hip replacement. So that's virtually the same thing, actually. Just the ones much. at the bottom, ones at the top. Yeah, they pretty much cut the bone kind of near your neck and down into your arm and they take that whole piece out and they put cranium joint in. Sure. Yeah. And I was sure. going to have it done on both sides. <laughs> I wasn't looking forward to it, believe me, but I had no <laughs> movement in my arms. I was got to the point where I really struggled putting clothes on and off brushing my hair, washing my hair, was all a problem. By then, my daughter um, was living over here, and um, I was on a cocktail of drugs um, for the pain and for the, the arthritis and, and everything. I was taking, I think at that point, about 25 tablets every single day and not, and not, and not getting any better. Uh, in yeah. fact, feeling a lot worse because just everything was painful and pain kind of, wears you down kind of you know you just yeah. so tired. you kind of just feel tired all the time because of the pain well again not dealing with any of the emotional stuff but still not making the connection between the two my daughter got involved with reiki and studied to become a reiki master and she said to me mom you've got to stop the medication the medication is going to kill you I kind of didn't know, uh, I just really struggled with that whole concept. But she did some Reiki on yes. me. I kind of could feel the difference. I, f I felt relaxed for the first time in a very long time. Then my daughter moved back to Cape Town. And again, there was that separation loss. Separation and loss really does have an effect on, it does have an effect on, especially if we don't deal with it. Yeah. Um, I then contacted her Reiki master because I thought, oh, I really enjoyed that Reiki. And I I went to meet her and we just had a connection. There was this connection. It was like I had known her all my life. And now, now knowing what I know, I obviously have a soul connection to her. I then started studying Reiki and understanding that everything is energy and started making the connection between my suppressed pain and my ill health so yeah. so yeah so i studied reiki for just over two years and i had stopped all the medication um, oh, cool. but, but was still not feeling you know i was still in pain and although i was working with the reiki and the reiki was kind of uh clearing the the body of the the, the chakras and clearing energy i still had to clear out the toxins the toxins out of my body um, and here's cool. where the essential oils came in into my life um, my Reiki master had also been involved with um, essential oils and said to me that I should try them um, which I did and one of the one of the oils that I tried in the beginning was an oil called motivate it's actually a blend of essential oils and it literally does what it says <laughs> motivated me to get up in the morning motivated me to get moving and to get going maybe at this point I for how long gosh five six seven years 
Oh my word. So you must have been emotionally depleted completely. Totally. Um, and in fact, just saying today is International Mental Health Day. Yes, strange enough that we're speaking today. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have a look at my Facebook page, um, I've actually just written a whole thing about about depression and how I was feeling and how I have moved from that. Oh, just quite I'm going to check it out. Yes, <laughs> so anyone can check it out. Yes, I just want to this point want to tell you what are essential oils because you know yes, a lot of people. Please, that's going to be my question right now. <laughs> So beat me to it. Give it to us. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Essential oils are extracts from plants. They are highly concentrated and they're about 50 to 70 times more powerful than the plant itself. So it's the it's a okay. really concentrated or it's the concentrated part of the plant that they it, and it's extracted okay. from from bark, from flowers, from trees, from grass. Yep. And and fruit, uh, you know, like so lemons, but it would be your lemon oil is extracted from the peel of the oil, not from the actual pulp of the oil. Um, okay. And they it's they have different different constituents, and the constituents are the things that work in in your body in synergy with um, another thing. Yeah, the plants produce essential oils as a protection against environmental threat. The actual plant itself. Okay. Um, and when we use the pure plants, we receive this the similar kind of health benefits. So it's protecting us against okay. threats in our body. Okay. Um, and what essential oils do that Western medicine can't? Essential oils, a uh, Western medicine will coat a cell. So if you've got a, an issue at a cell cellular level, a Western medicine will coat a cell. So to stop the cell re replicating and, and passing on the disease, but essential oils okay. penetrate the cell and do the repairing in the cell. So the, the cell okay. eventually will become healthy where Western medicine will coat it. That's why over time, okay, cool. heal from whatever it is that was causing the illness, where Western medicine will just suppress the, the symptoms. Okay. Okay. That's cool. the Marijuana oil or THC oil, are those essential oils? Yes, they are. They, it is an essential oil. The, the oil from the cannabis plant is an essential oil. But it's not an essential oil that my company would get involved with because of the oh. uh, legality of the okay, oil. Okay, yeah. You know, cool. in certain countries it's legal, in certain countries it's not. And yeah. so... They're not involved in, in touching anything that's got okay. an illegal side cool. to it. Right. But yes, it is. And your company is called? My company is called doTERRA, which is in the Latin word for doTERRA means gift of the earth. Basically, the oils are a gift okay. of the earth to, to us. Yeah. Uh, and how do you spell that? D-O-T-E-R-R-A. doTERRA. Okay. From the and is there a website for, for them? I have a generic website, but it doesn't give you much cool. on it. So if people are interested in, in finding out more, they can find me on Facebook. I also have a okay. Facebook page called Complete Wellness Healing with Oils. Okay. And they asked to join that. It's a private group because, you know, we want to keep oh, it um, okay. 
that we don't have people spamming and all sorts yeah. of things. So okay, um, awesome. They can find that on there. There are three different ways to use essential oils aromatically. Yeah. So inhaling it, you can put it in a diffuser so it can be around the room and you're inhaling it all the time. Topically, you can put it on um, on your body. You can put it on localized areas. So if you've got a pain or something in a certain place, you can use it on, on there. Or you can okay. put it into these few places on the body where it gets into the bloodstream quite quickly on the soles of your feet and on the palms of your hand because there's no sebaceous glands there. So it will get into cool. the bloodstream straight away. Also on the brain stem, so at the back behind your, you know, there's a triangle at the base of your head. Yeah. And on your pulse points. It's also a very good place to put to put them on. Oh, okay. You can also use them internally. Claim if you're using it internally to please be careful, not all essential oils are the same. Okay. And doTERRA's essential oils are pure and uh, medicinal grades, so you can take them internally. Not all essential oils are the same, and you might find oils that say they are 100% pure, but if they're not medicinal grade and it does not say can be taken internally, do not do that because you're taking uh, synthetics in, which are toxins, okay. and you can damage yourself. Cool. Catherine, I've just had a, had a thought in my head. Kind of, I'm reading more and more about how global warming is mm-hmm. going to affect our allergies. Mm-hmm. And I am a classic bad allergy sufferer. So okay. is that something that essential oils will be able to address? Yes. There is an oil okay. for just about everything. <laughs> okay. Um, and we have, there are a few oils that you can use for uh, seasonal threats for allergies. Peppermint, lemon, and lavender, those three oils together actually are very good. Okay. And Natera have actually made it very easy, easy for people because we actually have made soft gels using the three oils that you can just uh, take the soft gels like you would be taking. So I can after the so I can after this chat go onto your Facebook page and order from you. Uh, yes. Something for my allergies. I, I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. Yes, uh, we can cool. can chat afterwards about that. You will hear, you will hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you get single oils, and then you also get oils that are blends and blends specifically okay. made up for certain certain things. You can get oils. Cool. Oils help for physical ailments, emotional ailments, and virtually. You can use oils cool. to meditate and for a better spiritual connection. Yeah. And have you felt the essential oils working on all three of those aspects in your life? In Absolutely. Your life? Absolutely. I started off using the oils kind of to help me heal physically. And in the process, I started healing emotionally. And I realized that there oh, was okay. a connection. It was kind of a byproduct. There are five stages yeah. of, of healing with, with essential oils. The essential oils assist in healing in the physical body, and yeah. then they will, will move on to healing, healing in the heart, which is emotional, cool. emotional issues. It will they assist in releasing limiting beliefs. So you know, often with emotional issues, you have this whole thing where you 
a limiting belief on what you can and what you can't do. I'm just not good enough. I can't do this. Um, Those type of thoughts. That's right. Uh, Essential oils also increase your spiritual awareness and your connection to to your spiritual connection and connection to other people. And essential oils um, inspire the fulfillment of your life's purpose. So if you go through the process, you know, healing is always a process. And I believe yeah. that from the day we're born, we heal until the day we die. Because we literally yeah. have to heal through Absolutely. so many different things. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing I just quickly want to reflect on, if, 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 I, if I can interrupt you there. Is kind of, if I think about the, the period that I knew you in Cape Town, you were a very quiet, subdued, nearly kind of... Introverted type person. Uh, yeah, it, it was nearly as, as if you apologized for being alive. And then one day I was on Facebook and I saw you starting a, a, a live chat or something. And I clicked and I listened to you. And I, my thought was kind of, who is this woman? You were just a complete, a complete different confident speaker and, and, and you're looking really well. And and it was blatantly obvious to me that, that, that something happened here. And is um, that the essence? Do you uh, subscribe that change to, to, to the essential oils and, and the Reiki or, or, or what? Um, well, it's, the essential oils has helped has helped me tremendously. Um, it kind of helped break down that wall that I had built up around myself. I had been very hurt over and over, bad relationships, bad kind of just toxic, very toxic relationships that I had been in. Um, and every time I got hurt, choices. Yeah, <laughs> very bad choices in life. And I had kind of built this wall, this wall around myself that I wasn't going to allow anybody else to get in. I was in too much pain. Oh, and, okay. um, and the essential oils has, has actually helped break that wall down. Um, cool. And, and I think in doing that is has allowed me to be or to start living in the direction that I was meant to be. Kind of, it yeah. kind of gave me... That's the healing direction, Absolutely. That's part of the, you know, releasing my limiting beliefs and helping me with opening up connections and, like, discovering my life's purpose. There, yeah. There's something about essential oils. They're not only, you know, oils that help physically, but they kind of, it's almost they inspire you to be a better person. Awesome, I like that. And so, you know, the, the, I don't know. A lot of people tell me these essential oils are expensive, but I mean, what price do you put on complete heating? <laughs> there is no yeah. price. I mean, you know, if I could tell you that I've got this bottle of oil that's going to <laughs> help you open your life and and put you off in a totally different direction. Can you put a price on that? No, definitely not. Well, if I I, I look at you and I see how differently you are living your life than when I knew you a few years ago, then, well, yeah, but kind of how much much rant is that worth? (laughs) There is no, there is no price, I don't think. I would probably pay 100,000 times more than what I've paid to. to Awesome, Yeah. yeah. 
So in terms of your of your life purpose and, and your spirituality, where, where is this growth taking you? Through using the oils and, and growing as a person, I have started, I've studied life coaching and decided to do use these doTERRA oils as a business. Um, awesome. Because it's not something I can keep to myself. One thing I didn't tell you about these doTERRA oils, which actually is the most phenomenal of, of all, is that the way doTERRA do business is they go out and find the place in the world where these oils thrive and grow the best. And then they go and yeah. find farmers who have been doing it for, you know, for a generational. Um, yeah. And they approach the farmers and they help the farmers to um, better them themselves by giving them oh, cool. the opportunity to grow um, for doTERRA. So we don't work, they, they don't work through brokers and they don't, you know, brokers, the, the essential oil industry has a very bad rap because brokers kind of rip off the farmers and, um, you know, get it from oh. cheap farmers. They take their cuts. doTERRA is not involved in that at all. They work directly with the farmers. So it's, so it's um, a more responsible, sustainable way of doing business. Oh, that's cool. I like that. The whole thing is about bringing people out of poverty. So the more people that they can get involved in growing for them, they often pay the, the farmers up front because it takes a while for the for the farm to to thrive. They also build community centers and schools in the area. They form co-ops with the different farmers in the area. So for every bottle of oil that you're buying, you're actually helping people out of poverty. For me, that's even, that's the best thing of all. And then I get the added benefit of, what the oil can do for me. A lot of people often look at at thing and look at charities, and charities have got such really bad names, you know, that they squander the money and the executives take all the money yeah. and the money doesn't get to the people that need the money. For me, yeah. buying a bottle of essential oil, I know that the person that's needing the money is getting it because I'm getting it Excellent. from the farmer who needs the money, you know. Awesome. So, as things stand now, yes, you are a carer, I'm a, a Reiki master, a essential oil user and marketer, and a life coach. Yeah, I'm a wellness advocate for doTERRA, and yeah, cool. uh, I do life coaching. So basically, I'm probably a transformational coach. My forte is in emotional healing. I have, through this whole thing, discovered I have a gift, and my gift is I'm um, an intuitive empath. And so often people just come into my life and they have huge emotional issues. And I literally feel it in my gut. It's, it's just a gift. Um, and, oh, wow. and through that, I have been able to help a lot of people to, to work through a whole lot of emotional issues that they've had. So That's wonderful. Awesome. So there's definitely been one moose time. <laughs> and the and the growth continues. The but growth Catherine, we need to end on, on, on that beautiful note. But I want to thank you very, very much for your time and your energy. And I'm going to put links to your Facebook page on the podcast posting so people can find you. Sure. And I'm going to and I'm going to find you about a essential oil formalities. Let's see. Yes. Let's let, let's see what it can do for me. Okay. Please. Awesome. Have a wonderful rest of your afternoon and thank you again. Appreciate it. And I'll let you know when we go when we go live for the podcast. All right. Thanks, Freddie. Awesome. Okay. Bye.
Bye. Bye. It was not only great to catch up with Catherine, but it was fantastic to hear how she went from looking as if she struggled to find a place in the world, to finding a voice and purpose and living it. I wish Catherine all of the best on her own process of healing and the work she does with others. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za, or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor, or on Twitter at at Freddy or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. Thanks for listening. Be safe. Bye.